Hey guys, this is Tony with Thinner Geek Designs. Today I'm back with another podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about what's the best software to use as graphic designers. Um, I've seen this topic come up a lot recently with beginning designers and more people getting into graphic design and not understanding uh, what is the best software, what kind of software is out there, uh, what software should I be using, should I be using raster software, should I be using vector software, but what's in design, all these questions coming up. So I'm going to try to step you through that process of understanding all these types of software that we use, when we use what for what, and what's kind of a good entry point for some people. But I start off all my podcasts with letting you guys what I've been working on. Um, we're working on a lot of client stuff. I'm trying to get one website out. It's just taking a little bit longer than expected. Uh, I had a recent call with one of my clients. We went over some marketing stuff. We went over marketing plan with them. Uh, been doing some more client hunting on top of that. In-house design-wise, I did a recent step and repeat that was pretty cool to do. Also, we got invites for our event that we host every year. Those came out pretty cool. You can see those on the social media soon. Um, and then, you know, we're just getting ready for this event that we host, so I'm trying to get all the material in for that. Uh, trying to get all the planning done. We're also doing a prototype for a ward that came out really cool. Looks pretty sick. Um, but yeah, it's just overall, just a bunch of little things that are adding up to a lot of time. So uh, let's get into the uh, topic today, which is software for graphic designers. Now, this can kind of be hard to take in because there's so many options out there, but I'm going to break it down to you for you. So raster programs, what are those? Those are programs that you're going to use for photo manipulation and photo editing, digital painting. They're basically programs that allow you to push pixels on the screen to make a picture. Uh, they're, you're not going to use them really for print quality because to get a high quality print, you have to get 300 DPI. Some people's computer can't run that. If you're doing large format, you have to get larger than that to make sure it comes out nice. Um, some people just don't have the hardware to run that. Um, like recently I did a uh, the step and repeat I did. Um, I needed it to be raster because that's what the printer required. So I opened up Photoshop. <clears throat> it was eight foot by eight foot. So that's a big substrate just to print on. So I had to bump it up to 600 DPI. It almost killed my computer at work. I was running out of RAM. So I had to use my hard drive as a scratch disk and it kept running out of space, but I got it done. Um, so what types of programs are they? These are your Photoshop, your GIMP, your uh, Affinity Photo these types of programs you know if you're if you're getting started and you want to know kind of where you stand if you got what it takes if you if you think you might want to just be a photo manipulator GIMP is pretty good for you and you know affinity photo that's a $50 program Adobe Photoshop you can get it for $20 a month or $50 a month they bump up to the full creative cloud so there's they're, they're all relatively cheap if you're just doing raster um, there are plenty of other painting programs. There's a plethora of them. Uh, sketchbook. Uh, there's one on the iPad. There's a bunch of them. There's so many. There's plenty of competitors to Photoshop for you to pick out and try them. See if they're good. See if they're not your cup of tea. See if they're what you're looking for. Now, vector programs. Uh, vector programs are used by a lot of designers, especially logo designers. I use it almost every day. Um, it's a 
they're good programs to use when you need clean lines, no matter how big it scales. So if you scale up a raster graphic and it gets too big, um, it'll then start to show pixels if you don't account for when you start making it. If you scale it up afterwards, you will start seeing pixelation. It's just how raster works. It's just how it's going to happen. So expect it. But with vectors, it runs a mathematic equation that doesn't have to worry about that. That's the best way to explain what happens with the vector program without getting into the nitty-gritty. Vector programs, what are they? they I mean, there you got your Adobe Illustrator. You can get that for $20 a month. That's only going to use for Creative Cloud. Um, you can get Affinity Draw, that's or Affinity Designer, sorry, that's $50 a month. And your Corel Draw, which is like $100 to $400 flat out. Um, these are all good programs to use. Uh, I use Adobe Illustrator just because I'm in the Adobe Creative Suite. Corel Draw I've never really used, but I've heard people have good experience with it. It does what it needs them to do. Uh, Affinity Designer I've been keeping my eye on, and it looks like a really good competitor to Adobe Illustrator. $50 a month, it's a compelling program. And then we got, you know, if you're doing web design, that's a whole plethora. You can do um, Dreamweaver if you feel comfortable coding, uh, Adobe, or sorry, WordPress, if you feel like using a PHP platform or, uh, ah, it's escaping my head, I can't remember right now, uh, but there's, there's Wix, there's Squarespace, there's a bunch of platforms for you to web design on. So becoming a web designer isn't that hard anymore. You don't have to know just code, but I will admit if you want to become a web designer, you should still learn code. Code will save your life. It'll make sure when something goes wrong, you don't need to say to your client, I can't figure out what's going wrong. I just bricked your website. So learn code, even if you just know basic HTML. I know enough HTML and C or CSS to code a five page website. And that enough knowledge has helped me with WordPress and learn PHP. PHP and HTML are different in vast ways, but the language understanding is very similar. If you can understand the language and break down the language and figure out how it works, then you're good to go. Publishing programs. These are programs that use for intense layout. So you don't want to really lay out a brochure in Illustrator or Photoshop. Can it be done? Yes, it can. But it's better to use a program like Adobe InDesign. I use it all the time. Um, it's probably one of my favorite programs to use still to date. I love layout design. It is so easy to use. Um, and there's there's so much more flexibility. You can create your own grid. You can make, you could get your text just right. Include all your vectors that you need and not have to worry about, well, is this going to print right? Where, where are my margins? Where are my, where are my, um, my bleeds and all that stuff. Uh, one good competitor that I know that's still around is, uh, Quark X. Quark Express, sorry. It's been a while since I've learned that. Um, Quark Express and Adobe InDesign are very similar across the board. 
They are so close that you could almost just hop into one and know what you're doing, hop into the other and learn what you're doing. Some of the menus might be in different spots, some of the tools might be different spots, but they're pretty close in comparison. Um, and then we go to your, if you're going to become a motion graphics. Uh, this is a big bag to unload. You can actually do motion graphics in Photoshop. Photoshop has a lot of uh, motion tools in it. It's not the best, it's not comprehensive. But After Effects works good. Uh, there's plenty of other ones. There's HitFilm. HitFilm's free. <coughs> and it's actually a video editor with video effects in it. So that's a great tool to use if you're on a budget. Uh, there's, there's plenty of others out there. Sony Vegas, I think, has some also. So there's plenty of tools out there if you want to get motion graphics. But this is where it comes down to. There's all these tools for you to use. This can be overwhelming for people. So it becomes, when you're starting out as a designer, what do you really want to do? Do you want to do logo design? Well, here are the vector programs you have. Here are the prices. And where do you fit into that totem pole? Um, I've tried out vector programs. There's not really any good free ones. There's some good free ones, but not many. They're kind of far and few between. Um, if you just want to do digital painting, just get one of the raster programs. You don't need all the others. Um, but if you want to be someone like me who does a lot of different design, like I do web design, layout design, logo design, print design, I do a little bit of photo manipulation still, I do, I do video editing, I do motion graphics. Honestly, there's really only one place where you can get all that, and that's the Creative Cloud. I hate to say that, I know people don't like Adobe, I know people don't like they have to pay monthly now, but the Adobe Creative cloud is where you can get all of it it stays up to date and they add more software for you they are still adding more and more software to adobe without you needing to pay more or you know buy a whole new suite that costs thousands of dollars like it used to be the old model so i still say the creative cloud is the best option for an all-around designer they do have cheaper packages like if you're wanting to become a photographer or if you're just wanting to buy one program if you just want to be a film editor, they have smaller programs for you. Or if you're a student, you can get it cheaper. I think it's like $20 a month for the entire suite. So if you're a student, hop on that. Most agencies or studios or businesses will be using Creative Cloud. So you might as well learn the tools that they're going to supply you with now so you don't have to make the transition at your job and potentially lose it because you're not learning the tools fast enough. That's going to do it for this one, guys. Just wanted to kind of dive into this topic that I've seen come up a couple times. Um, like I said, it's kind of over-encompassing. There's so many types of software out there. But it comes down to, okay, this is the kind of design I want to do. These are my choices. Um, if you haven't figured out what kind of design you want to do, I would say jump into one of the roster programs. They're kind of the easiest out of all of them to learn. They all kind of have the same flow of how the workflow works. They all kind of work similar. And start there, kind of, you know, learn some different techniques, learn some logo design in there, even though do not do any client work in a raster program for a logo design. I will smack you. That is stupid. You will make your client have a crappy product at the end of the day. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Um, question of the day. What programs are you guys using? What kind of software are you using for your design? I'd love to hear that. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.